today. It's our first podcast. Podcast episode. number one. Woo. We're so dorky. Things are about to get a little salty up in this beach. I'm Jenks and I'm Sonali and this is Pass the Salt. Um, we're gonna talk about a few things today but first comes the food. Yes I'm so hungry. <laughs> I've been waiting for this all day. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we eating today? Today we're having sushi from this spot that's like right next to our apartment. What's mm-hmm. it called Jenks? It's called Minori Sushi. It's off of Robertson and Pico. Yeah, I this is actually my first time eating here. Jenks has ate this like a couple times. She like raves about this place. <laughs> I take everybody here. Yeah. Literally everyone. <laughs> and it's two blocks away from our apartment. It's so nice. You're like that girl that like meets every date there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's a little too hole in the wally to meet anybody for a date there. But I did take one of my friends there before she moved. And she said it was the best sushi she's been to um, in L.A. Mm. And that's a big statement. Well, we'll see about that. Oh, Ashes. Ashes is trying to play with my arm right now. She just loves the attention. She can't stand that we're not oh. giving her attention right now. <laughs> if you hear her bell, she says hi. Yeah, that bell's my little kitty. She's a black cat named Ash. She's so cute. Okay. What are we talking about today? So today we're going to talk about Erica Girardi and her mans, Mm. Tom Girardi. They're all over the news. I'm a huge Housewives fan, so I have been very invested in this whole scandal. I'm going to tell you guys all about it. And honestly, when I was doing the research for this, I only know what I would see on the show and like what people that, mm-hmm. like I follow that watch Housewives. I only hear like their intake, which is mostly tailored towards Erica. I really haven't been paying attention to any like legal accounts or people that really are like diving into the details of this. Mm-hmm. So when I started doing my research, I was like, holy crap, like this is deep. Like, this is deep. I have a huge theory. Like, I have a really baked out theory that I'm going to tell you about. Oh, I can't wait to hear this. long and hard about this. Also, just a quick side note for everyone. We were supposed to talk about two things today, but this case is just so big that the entire episode is dedicated to Yeah, like, I don't even think I could cover this in, like, 30 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) But we'll see. So, today we're going to talk about Erica Girardi and Tom Girardi, the couple that has now announced that they're divorcing well Mm -hmm. i mean yeah that divorce came at a very very strategic point look trust me i've looked into the timeline (laughs) like i have brought all that information for us today because fantastic it's a little messy and i'm sure they're both a little salty (laughs) let's get them some fries okay yeah so for everyone that's been living under a rock okay (laughs) Erica Girardi, a.k.a. Erica Jane, is a real housewife of Beverly Hills' housewife. She's been on the show for almost, what, a couple of years now. Mm-hmm. I've been watching the show, like, I watch it religiously. I watch mm-hmm. all of them, honestly. Jenks, you don't really watch the show a lot, but you've been watching it. Was that Ashes? <laughs> yeah. She's okay. <laughs> she just got a little scared. <laughs> All right. Oh, well. Where were we? Okay, so... Erica Jane. Yes. Well, Erica Jane's her, like, 
alter ego, her stage name. Oh, okay. Um, Erica Girardi is like her real name. name. Yeah. Um, but you've been watching it this season. You don't really watch the Mm-mm. show like I do. So what, like, what, are, what has been your input? Because you've been seeing the divorce and everything happening. Yeah, I've only yeah. So I'm watching the season that's airing right now, and I feel like Erica Jane is very, very, very smart, and she doesn't let many very calculated, very calculated. Yes, that's mm-hmm. the word. Like she will only you will only know parts about her that she wants you to know. Yeah, like I watched this interview once of her, and she was, I don't know who it was with, but she was um, on a press tour for her book that she came out with, mm-hmm. and she was talking about Tom, and they don't really show Tom on the show, and they always, like, she always, like, references him being super busy, and always, they're never together, he's always working. He missed, didn't he miss, like, her Broadway show or something? Yeah, he never got to see her on Broadway, all this oh stuff. God. But I remember she was talking in the interview and she was telling the lady, I've been by his side for so long, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm his greatest student. I've learned so much from him. So I'm like, okay. I mean, of course the wife of Tom Girardi is not going to be this dumb bimbo. Like, she's smart. He's not going to marry someone that's an idiot. Yeah. You know, it's just... And what's the age difference between them? It's like a lot. He basically is like a grandpa. He's like 80 two I think and she's in her 50s I believe so like okay. at least 30 year age difference yeah. and he was successful when yeah. they, sh- he met her right yeah she was working as a waitress at a restaurant and he was a frequent he would come frequently just to talk to her and see her mm. and stuff and then he like asked her out and they got married in like six months <laughs> but we'll get into all that all right I feel like we've got if we're going to talk about this we have to start like, a couple years back okay 2018 Mm -hmm. a boeing plane crashed it took off in indonesia and it crashed into the water and all the passengers everybody on the plane died nobody survived Mm -hmm. and tom and his firm girardi keys it's really big they're known for um, winning a lot of settlement cases um, representing really huge clients very Mm -hmm. very well known um great reputation and yeah like tom is known for being like a shark he's like super good at what he does people are afraid to go against him Mm. he you know and he has a lot of like his portfolio backs him up i mean he's won like 100 million dollar settlements against huge companies you know for like their employees and people that have been wronged by them so he also has this reputation of being this heroic lawyer for people that are going through something really tough and are basically going up against these really big companies Mm -hmm. yeah it's just big names so it's crazy and it's like an average person can't compete with the amount of money that these companies would spend on their lawyers yeah you know so then there's like this big guy that comes in and like helps all these people that don't even have the funds or the resources to help themselves mm-hmm. and helps so them he's win. seen like a savior in a in way a sense, yeah mind you these people are going people they love dying you know or yeah. accidents and they're you very know. vulnerable very vulnerable for sure so tom and his firm represented a couple of the families that um had a victim from that crash and they ended up winning millions of dollars tom had told his clients the families Mm -hmm. that he would um, hold the money for them and put it into this investment account and invest their money for them. So while the money was sitting in that account and being given to them in payments that Tom was giving, which is not the normal way to do it at all. Like Mm -hmm. in legal practice, you can't touch client money at all. 
at yeah. all. It's a hard no. So he'll put the money in an investment account and he'll quote unquote invest the money for them. And then he'll also be in charge of distributing the monthly payments to them. And in the documentary that came out in June, the housewife and the hustler, one of the victims or one of his victims um, stated that Tom had told him a certain justice, like the judge, one of the mm-hmm. judges, he name dropped him, said that it was approved by the justice for him to do this for them. So they were like, okay, cool. Obviously the justice approved this and that, but it's like these people don't know anything about the legal system. Yeah. It, you know, it's like he's taking advantage of their situation. That's shitty. Super shitty, right? And so of course they'd say yes. And then in 2020, he gets sued for embezzling client money <gasps> and victims from this specific plane crash were suing him and they claimed that he was taking the money out of their settlement accounts and putting it into Erica Jane's business aka her pop star career that he pays for like no money comes in from her performances from her like music videos that she spends millions of dollars to create yeah like there is no return That's, so that's it's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. So he's just pumping cash in there for her to live her like fantasy pop star career that she wished she had when she was 21 or something and never got to do. And now she's married to this rich guy who can basically give it to her. Regardless of if it's making any type of yeah. money or not. <laughs> there goes I mean, her hey, that sounds like a sweet deal. I mean, I'm not going to lie, but if she has no idea that all this was happening, but I don't <laughs> believe that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this happened in December 2020. Mm-hmm. In November of 2020 was when Erica came out and said that she is separating from Tom. Very convenient, wow. right? Like less than a month before this Interesting. happened. Yeah, and mind you, like after all this shit came into light in the public media and everything, there's actually uh, receipts of her being called to testify in May of 2020 and September of 2020 on this specific case while they were building this case. Mm-hmm. Both times she didn't even show up. So obviously like they, she knew this, this was coming. Like this was not like a slap in the face for her. Like she was aware that something was going to go down mm-hmm. and she had to go. So that happened in November, 2020 after they got sued and all this stuff happened. Erica tweeted something really, really stupid of her now that you think of it. But she tweeted something about reselling some of her clothes on one of those reselling sites, you know, like Poshmark is and all that. Yeah. But, but this is what is so stupid. Not only the fact are you selling your clothes after your husband is getting fined. Your rich husband that yeah. funds everything you do. Yeah, is being sued for <gasps> fraud oh, and stealing money from his clients. Yeah. He also has claimed bankruptcy. You know, like he's in bad shape. Now you're selling clothes online. That doesn't look good either. But to top it all off, <laughs> Jinx, she was using a reselling company that is based in France. So if you don't want to look like you're sending your assets out of the country, I don't know what else you're fucking doing. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. Like, way to keep it low, Erica. (laughs) Like, she tweeted this. Okay. Anyway. Um, So basically, when that happened, a couple days later, the people that were filing the lawsuit against her um, filed a notion to get her to stop selling her clothes that were purchased before the whole case was built. So because Mm -hmm. those could potentially be their assets. Yeah. Um, And uh, so, yeah, that happened. And then. So wait, they're going after her now, too, right? um, Well, like during this time you're talking about. Well, she's also being sued. 
Okay, with the, in the entire case, she's in also the case, yes, because the money was getting funneled to her. Because she's yeah, they assume that the money was going to her, so she's gotcha. a part of the case. Okay, she is very much she's played a role for sure. When this shit came to light, like it came fucking crashing and burning down. Like so much shit happened in December. Mm-hmm. This happened. This whole like her trying to sell stuff online, right? And then Tom apparently. So they had a hearing at the end of December 2020. And this is when Tom's attorney spoke and basically said that Tom had experienced a serious illness earlier in the year and had to be hospitalized for it. But they had to keep it a secret because he's such a high profile guy and all this stuff. Right. This Where year- are the receipts at? <laughs> so then their hearing comes and he basically claims that he's now suffering from memory loss and mm. like Alzheimer's and dementia and shit like that. So... Now they're basically trying to say that he needs to mentally examine because they don't think that he was fit to be in charge of that lump sum of money or have any responsibility and or awareness of what he was really doing mm-hmm. at the time. So now they're using that card. And to make it even crazier, they actually requested to have his younger brother be his conservator in a conservatorship. So this is all happening in December, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Then... Tom had a really shitty December because then his partner sued him. <gasps> yeah. Shut the and fuck up. And liquidated all their assets from him. Cut their ties. Basically, they were like, chop, chop, get the fuck out. And said that he was stealing from the firm <gasps> and that he was taking out loans under the firm's name without anyone knowing. And I read this, like, Los Angeles Times article where these two reporters, they really deep dove into this case. They spoke to a lot of people that worked at the firm and um, a lot of people said that he was very secretive about the stuff he was doing. He was very secretive about where he was spending money. Like he kept the firm out of the loop on a lot of things, you know? So Mm -hmm. it was like, like they all kind of knew something shady was probably happening, you know, just by the way he was. So, yeah, so his partners cut ties with him. They're like, get the fuck out of here. We don't want anything to do with you. You've ruined our name. (laughs) And then Wells Fargo also sues them because apparently they haven't been paying rent for the office space that they've been renting for God knows how long. And they've racked up $882,000. Holy shit. (laughs) Holy fucking shit. Yeah. He was probably taking that money. Exactly. 100%. Exactly. He has to Erica also in December posted and deleted a photo on Instagram, which was of screenshots, a collage of screenshots that were apparently Tom texting his quote unquote mistress and her sending like pictures of her like butt and stuff. The fact that she posted and then deleted, she just wanted it to be like a thing. Look, like the way she posted it, I don't know. I don't personally know (laughs) Erica, okay? But from what I've seen and like, I've been following her for for years. I've been seeing her on the show since she started Mm -hmm. and she's always been such a private person. It just seems like everything is like, Um, For the brand. It's for her brand or, Mm. you know, it's like there's been thought behind it. So for her to like post and delete screenshots of text messages that look like they're from a flip phone and like the caption said something about like, oh, this is justice, blah, 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 like name drop some chick that is a judge and claiming that she's the mistress and was sleeping with her husband this entire time. But it's like, obviously you're doing this to like clear a name and make your husband look even worse and make yourself look like your marriage was falling apart Mm -hmm. all this time, you know, or making it seem like there's something going on that she did something shady, but because 
her marriage actually did fall apart, which no one fucking believes. Yeah. <laughs> and even on the Housewives, like, the episodes when that are airing right now about her telling her friends about the divorce, she has no emotion. No emotion. And but it's even like her she's, friends question But she's also, like, playing this weird role of, like, oh, I was so deprived of my happiness. I was yes. so dependent on him. Like, I she's all about I was so controlled now. by him because he controlled my finances. But it's like, I don't know, honey, you were living a really good life. You were really flashy about it, too. Yeah. You weren't shy to admit how rich you were and it how much you love being rich. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it makes me think that because she went on The Housewives and it was televised what a glamorous life she lived, I think then it was more like, oh, maybe we should look into this. Like, I think it definitely didn't help I'm her sure. case. I don't being, think it helped at all. No. Being on TV. Absolutely not. I agree with you. Seeing her on the show reminds me of that um, Dirty John season two because she's like also being like divorced by such a rich, prominent, mm, well reputation lawyer who people are actually afraid to go against. Yeah. And how like he uses his ability and connections to really like fuck her in a sense. And I feel like that's the kind of role she's trying to play on the show and in the media. And then in June 2021, that's when the documentary on Hulu released, The Housewife and the Hustler. And that's when we learned about Joe, I think his last name is Rio Gomez. Um, and he was a victim of a PG&E faulty gas leak where the story is that him and his girlfriend were sitting watching a football game and then there was like an explosion and their house blew up because of, of a faulty gas leak. And his girlfriend sadly and didn't Aww. make it and he almost didn't make it but he was able to get out alive and they sued PG&E Tom represented him the firm represented him and they mm-hmm. won I believe they won a 12 million dollar settlement wow and on the documentary Joe goes on to speak that they won a 12 million dollar settlement but within like that 10 year period since it happened uh-huh they, he's only seen one million of the, that money. <gasps> Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Holy. And 10 years had passed. Yeah, because the explosion happened in 2010. Holy fucking shit. Yeah, and like poor Joe, like he has really bad burns and has to have medical procedures done. He's getting surgeries done numerous times a year. Like he has to get treatments done for pain. His life, even though he is very fortunate to have a life and have all his limbs and everything together and he's able to walk and function he is con- living in constant pain mm-hmm. and he has to have medical treatments done for the rest of his life half and his, half this the is, year is spent in the hospital exactly and it's like you can't it's like how do you expect him to pay for this yeah his settlement was supposed to cover a lot of the money that would go into the treatments he would need to get for the rest of his life and he's only seen one million dollars of that yeah you know what i mean so it's like insane that's so fucked up yeah, and the same it was the same story here too, where he was quote unquote investing his money, and in in the documentary, I I, I recommend everyone go watch the documentary because it's just so telling, and it, they play like voicemails that Tom would leave him mm. and things like that, and you can just hear in his voice the way he would manipulate him and things like that. Like Tom had this tendency of like coming to you like that down to earth, like human to human person very humble very sweet very generous mm-hmm. you know he was a master manipulator he used the tactic of wooing people and making them feel very important and special as a way to gain their trust and then use that to his advantage when he needed it yeah it's really sad and it's tragic and 
a lot of people have to suffer because of his greed, essentially. But yeah, and another person in 2014, Kim Archie, her son died from a motorcycle crash. Mm -hmm. And so they won. And she actually like started to catch on to what Tom was doing and knew something was up. And she... What a smart bitch. She's really smart. Yeah. And she actually tried to get people to represent her case against Tom and people would turn her down. Like they literally were like, no, because like I can't. Such a big name. Such a big name. And it's, he has so many connections mm. in the legal world and it would just ruin their life basically. <sighs> like how insane. That's so sad. I kind of like wrote down a little list of the people he was friends with. Mm-hmm. So just to give you some detail, he had good connections with the police, the chief of police. He has good connections with the district attorney, mm-hmm. the California attorney general in, in the bar association. So everybody. Everyone that can basically protect him. Yeah. Yes. Everyone that matters. Yeah. And like the crazy thing is that this shit has been happening. Like this isn't something that happened in 2018 from that plane crash. There have been a lot of complaints against Tom and his firm for years. I think there's been over 100 complaints since the 1980s. Damn. For misconduct. His firm has been sued 45 times for malpractice and misappropriation of client money. In 2000, one of his one of the biggest cases he got a settlement for was $128 million against Lockheed Martin. Their employees were suing the mm-hmm. company. And that settlement, they found... So they were suing him for what happened. Like they noticed something was going on. They weren't getting paid for their settlement money. And they ended up looking into the accounting records and they saw that Tom was transferring money from the trust accounts for these clients Mm -hmm. and then paying for um, paying it to people that had no relation to the case whatsoever. So it was being wired to random people and it was client money. You're never supposed to touch client money. Right. And before they could even take it to court, they ended up settling it. So no one knows what really happened. Case closed. They're done. You know, everyone got what they wanted, I guess. But like, this brings up the question of like, if there's been so many instances of people making complaints about his practice him touching client money all this stuff why did nobody do anything about it why didn't nobody investigate him yeah you know what i mean and the la times did this amazing article and it gave me so much information you know how i say like he would try to woo his clients into like thinking that he really cared for them yeah he would kind of do the same thing to his business relationships with all these high-powered people that could protect him in situations like this he would you know woo them with like lavish gifts and spoiling them and just making them feel so important and he was like, a smooth talker smooth, like or just he diplomatic. would just very yeah diplomatic and even though he's like this big lawyer he seemed like such a sweet gentle man yeah. I mean use that to his advantage so like he built a good good relationship and would do favors for people and he had a really good relationship with an inve- a bar investigator who looked into bar cases he actually ended up building this really close relationship with Tom who I truly believe had a lot to do with why he was never investigated for anything by a, a bunch of people that were filing these complaints against him. Um, his name is Tom Layden. So Tom, but they're both Toms actually, I just realized that. So Tom Layton is the bar investigator and Tom Girardi would treat him to like expensive dinners and mm. lunches. He hired one of his sons, as, or I think he hired both of his sons in his firm, Girardi Keese. Huh. He even represented 
Tom Layden when they were being him and his wife were being sued by their general contractor and he did that for no money whatsoever and I think it wasn't the first time he's like represented him either so like they had this really good relationship and Tom obviously had given him a lot of favors so I'm sure you know Tom Layden would be like you know what I owe you yeah and he would take that to his advantage For sure. That's crazy. He basically, like, masked an obligation and, like, oh, let me do this favor for you. But the thing that pisses me off, and it kind of freaks me out a little bit, is because, like, these people are so powerful and they're supposed to be people that we need to trust to, like, protect Mm -hmm. the legal system. And these guys are crooked. They know what's going on. They know he's touching client money and they're letting it happen. You know what I mean? And it's like these people, they were served an injustice by a very large corporation and then were basically like, fuck you when you show them that you can give them this money, give them the settlement. And, like, literally take it away from them yeah. right when it's, like, dangled in front of their face. It's so shady. It's like the justice system did them right, but, like, the people representing the justice system fucked him over. I'm sure he, like... Has no guilty conscience. I'm sure he has guilty conscience. I mean, I'd like to believe he got into the law practice for the right reasons. But at some point, something fucking triggered inside of him and he turned into a greedy fucker. Yeah. I believe that, but... I do want to believe that he has a guilty conscience, but he's just so in so deep that he can't get out of it. You know, like he owes too I mean, much money I to too like many people. I feel like your guilty conscience has to go out of the window at some point if you're doing this over and over and over again within a two, three year period. He was living very large and they had a lot of mm. debt. You know what I mean? So it's like, I'm sure like it all started with him being behind the payment or him owing someone something. Mm, I see what you're saying. And did it once and then put money back, you know, and just pretend it never happened. And then it became so big that he couldn't control it at some point. Yeah. And I think that's what happened. And I was actually like, listening to something. It was a video on YouTube and they were saying that the thing that really fucked Tom and this little like Ponzi scheme that he was doing was COVID because if the courts are closed and settlements aren't coming in Mm -hmm. and people aren't getting paid and you still owe people money and you can't take money out of other people's accounts yeah that shit's gonna start adding up and I honestly believe that's what happened yeah damn COVID fucked Tom in multiple ways yeah, but I mean, great entertainment, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, episode one. Yeah. So that's kind of uh, overall summary of what's going on with Tom Girardi and the whole case that's been built against him. Mm-hmm. And so then I was just like out of curiosity. As a Housewives fan, I want to look into like, is Erica really involved and mm-hmm. all this stuff? So I could build a timeline to see what my theory would fall under. You know what I mean? So... Tom was sued in December 2020 for embezzlement, right? Mm -hmm. And a month earlier, Erica had filed for divorce. Mm -hmm. And we already know, as I mentioned earlier, that she had already known about this lawsuit that was coming in because she had been ordered to come testify against him numerous times. Right. Never showed up. Then the whole, like, text thing happens where she posts those text messages and all this stuff. And all the shit about Tom having dementia and shit. So after I heard all that and I read about all that for my theory, I have two theories. One theory is that I feel like Erica has always known. Mm -hmm. I feel like their marriage was never a marriage. It was a business partnership to begin with that somehow he knew Erica would be someone he could trust 
And they've both been working on this and she's been using her Erica Jane business as a way to cover for the money that they were basically stealing from, mm. you know, their clients. And the reason why I think that is because I read that she is also listed as like his secretary for like his financial company. And then the lawsuit against Tom and his firm for the Boeing plane that crashed, they're assuming that he had sent money to Erica's account. I don't think that he's paying her just to give her a fucking company or a, a persona to just have for fun. You know, like there's definitely some brains behind it there's some strategy behind it so i feel like she's been kind of like his right hand this entire time and when she saw that tom was gonna fall and like he was gonna drag her down with him with this whole situation i think that's when she's like i gotta get out i need to protect myself i need to put on this persona that like my marriage is falling apart and that i'm an innocent bystander in all this and i was being controlled by him from the very beginning like i think that's her strategy well do you think like she was really naive to go onto the show like do you think she didn't realize that it well would... with the show i feel like that's why she comes off very cold and closed off i think she always had something to hide mm. and she was very very careful about what she should say and what she shouldn't say and that's why it would always be branded yeah and what she should show and what she shouldn't show and that's probably why he was never really on the show very often you know things like that you never really saw her life you never really saw anything that erica jane was going through it was always that she was there she was glam she had her commentary with other drama mm-hmm. but you never really knew anything about erica's life like yeah. she has a son with another man from her first marriage or I don't even know if it was a marriage but she has a son and no one's ever seen him but then she'll say like you can't say I don't have a good relationship with my son because I don't show it to you blah blah but it's like so you're hiding this whole other side of you who is Erica Jane like who are you then that's theory number one okay that's a pretty good theory I can agree with that then theory number two is that she wasn't aware of what was happening right but maybe in the marriage she found out or she knows and she has been protecting him but i feel like she's a smart woman i feel like she knows how to take care of herself like i Mm -hmm. think she's very educated very smart very calculated i do believe that she has learned a lot from just being married to tom and watching him so i feel like she found out about what he was doing and i think she has been holding it up as leverage and being like pay for my pop star career pay for everything i fucking say and i will keep your secret and I won't say anything, and I won't take all this shit to light. It just, what doesn't sit well with me is the fact that he would pay thousands and thousands of dollars for her pop star career for no reason. Maybe that was part of the business decision in theory one. That's what I'm saying. I think she's always wanted to be Erica Jane, and she needed someone to turn her into that person, and I think that was a huge motivator for her. But I think that's why she also could have used it as blackmail because she loved her status, loved the money, loved the house. Another thing that makes you think that is an insider one time said that it was very normal for them to not talk to each other or see each other for several months. What? I have a hard time believing or imagining them having a sex life. Yeah. That's really weird. Like he's 80. And she's fine, you guys. She's great looking. I just feel like it's fishy. Yeah. So those are my two theories. What do you think? I think I agree with theory one the most. Because I do feel like she, after you said, like, it 
it was probably a business arrangement from the get-go everything about her and her persona and the way she portrays herself and just what i've seen in the most recent season of real housewives of beverly hills so far makes sense yeah like i understand why she's not sad or crying all the time these housewives have a mental breakdown every fucking episode (laughs) every single one of them take turns i remember this one clip in housewives where she was talking about how she had to downgrade to a Range Rover. <laughs> I remember that. And she was so sad about it. She was like, yeah, I have a Range Rover now. I gave the car back. I didn't even take the car. I didn't take any of the furniture. And then she would like mask it like, a, I need to be an independent woman. Yeah. I've been under his shadow for too exactly. long. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. Like she's trying to play this like damsel in distress. Yeah. It's just like, I feel like I see right through that. Yeah. And her case is only getting worse. I think it was a couple days ago the courts ruled that Joe and his family can go after Erica. Oh, yeah. For the amount of money. The, I think it's like $11 million. They can actually go after Erica now. Oh, and to make it even worse for Erica, I don't know if you know this, but right after the Hustler and the Housewife episode, or not episode, <laughs> documentary aired, mm-hmm. literally the next day, Erica's lawyers dropped her. They resigned. <gasps> They were like, we, I don't want to represent her. Like, I think they said something about how she is not cooperating. So I'm sure like something on the documentary t- ticked them off. <laughs> or what if she's hiding shit from them? Yeah, and they know it. I'm shook. Mm-hmm. Erica Jane, baby girl. That bitch dug herself a hole yeah. trying to get to the top fucking with an old guy. Yeah. So do you think we'll find out like... Get, do you think we'll get to the bottom of this oh, this yeah. year or I don't know it just depends on how fast like the court mm-hmm. system moves I guess but I do think we're gonna find out everything Ugh. I feel like there's no way this is not gonna be very publicized do you think they'll both go to jail I don't know about Erica but Tom for sure Tom I, it will be very hard for me not to see him go to jail so to sum this whole thing up, I, I know you like numbers. Mm-hmm. You know? You're a finance bitch. Yeah. So I wanted to close with some numbers for yes. you. Okay, so at one point Tom one time was quoted for saying that he had eighty million or like fifty million dollars of cash on him. Mm-hmm. And as of like this week, his current salary right now is two thousand nine hundred and fifty eight dollars a month. <gasps> So, moral of the story, kids, do the right thing. Oh. Don't be greedy. Oh, my God. I just want to let everybody know that $2,000 a month after tax is probably like a 60K salary. It's like rounding up to 3K a month in LA, honey. Good luck. 3K a month, that's 36K a year to spend. Yeah, but this is like after his conservatorship has been like approved and stuff. So now he's officially under the conservatorship. His brother is in charge of his person and his estate. So his brother makes all his choices, his financial decisions for him, everything. I mean, what financial decisions can you make going from being a rich-ass motherfucker to getting 3K a month? Yeah. This is like so sad, but I just feel like I have no faith in our system (laughs) that I wouldn't be surprised if Tom gets off with this whole like mental illness charge or whatever and then just goes and lives a very remote life, uh, like away from cameras, away from LA and just finish the rest of his years off in like solitude in a small little town. Like 
I can just see that happening because he's so well known, well liked, has such yeah. great relationships with these people in charge. And it's like big people that yeah. we should trust to have their rights protected aren't even doing the thing that they should be doing. Mm-hmm. How do I feel comfortable knowing that the justice system is going to do what's right in this case? I don't. I also feel like because he started doing this to so many people, like you said, he dug himself a hole and just couldn't get out, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like because he knew that he, I think he had a little bit of an idea that he was like gonna, he's, he was gonna end up being in trouble, right? He, he had to have an escape route. He had to. So what I'm thinking is he started funneling a little bit amount of money out of the fucking country. He had to, yeah. So that way, your whole thing where he like doesn't get... He uses his connections to get out of it. Exactly. He uses his connections to get out of it. And then the money he's funneled out of the country, he just uses that and lives like the remote life that you were talking about. On an island. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Erica Jane disappears too. No. That bitch likes the spotlight too much. I don't see, I wouldn't see why she would stay with him after all the shit. Like, I honestly don't think she's in love with him. Mm. Let's be real. Well, she wouldn't leave her everything, her entire life to go live in the middle of nowhere with her 82-year-old husband That's that could true. die. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to say it. Could die in, like, the next 20 years max. I don't know, you know? Oh, goodness. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Who knows? Especially because she married him and say he, like, dies very soon. Um, she has to... Do you think, like, all the legal um, responsibilities that he has get passed on to her? I think it's, like, the way you go about it. So I believe, like, if you announce, like, oh, I'm separating, you put it out there, that's when the divorce case starts. Or that's where, like, the technicalities come in of, like, what what is owed to me, what isn't. So I think, like, her trying to get out of it in November before he was sued was her way of trying to be, like, well, I'm not even a part of it. I'm not even his wife Mm. anymore. I don't know the legal loopholes and stuff i'm don't quote me on any of this but i think like it was all very strategic that's crazy well all in all um fuck the both of them (laughs) because they literally screwed up so many people's lives and i really hope that the victims get some money yeah it's just so sad i hope the victims get what they deserve plus fucking interest i give them the house sell that bitch they are selling it Hell yeah. Honestly, we should try to go to that estate sale. Everyone's going to try to go to that one. But we should try to go. (laughs) And that's the story of Erica Jane and Tom Girardi. Okay, so what are you salty about, Son? I'm fucking salty that these rich-ass people who had so much money to begin with Mm -hmm. were so greedy and weren't happy with what they had. They just had to take more and take from the vulnerable. Like, if you're stealing from people that really do deserve the money that they need, like the poor burn victim that needs money for his, you know, treatments, like you're affecting people's lives. You are fine. If you lost $10 million tomorrow, you'll be okay. You'll make up. You'll recover. Mm-hmm. But that they can't recover from that. Yeah. So I'm very salty. I definitely am very salty for the victims. I think that was the worst thing about it. Like, after all the shit and trauma that they've been through, like, they have more to add on to that by someone that they trusted. But there's always something sweet if there's something a little salty. Are you talking about dessert? Is that dessert? I'm talking about a silver lining. Okay. Because now all this stuff is coming to fruition. And I will genuinely say, like, I do believe that there is good in the world. I think there's really shitty people like Tom Girardi and Mm -hmm. all the crooked-ass motherfuckers that were also 
partnering with him through this whole situation. But I also feel like there's good people that are really fighting for justice and for the people that are victims. And I think that because this case is so publicized, I feel like it's going to be used as a warning to anybody else, you know, any other lawyer. And I hope the victims will actually get justice this time around. And I hope this like helped bring to light all the other shady people that were involved. Yeah. And I hope it's this is just like the beginning of like cracking down and getting rid of the wrong people mm-hmm. and the bad people in the justice system and tightening up the justice system too to make sure there is more like checks and balances and more oversight over shit like this is that's happening. So I feel like that's the little little sweet ending. Yep, the cherry on top. Yeah. Yep. So. All right. Thanks for listening to the Pass and Salt, guys. Nice. We'll see you on episode two. Next week. Tune in.